Welcome to Faith, Fitness, and Self-Discovery, where I know just how grueling it's been trying to balance your physical, spiritual, and mental health. I'm your host, Precious Williams, and I invite you to my podcast where you can expect a total mind makeover. I'm talking about a shift in the way that you see, think, and do fitness forever. So come journey with me as we discover your fitness identity. clicking this podcast for the first time is not by accident but by divine purpose because you're looking for a way to lose weight you're looking for a way to get in shape you're looking for a way to feel your best look no further because here at faith fitness and self-discovery i'm going to tell you how to do all of those things but not in the traditional ways that you tried before not in the ways before that you really didn't feel like doing them And not in the ways that you've abandoned because you're looking for something new. So on last week, we talked about self-compassion. If you haven't had an opportunity to listen to that episode, I strongly encourage you to go back and take a listen. Because through self-compassion, we learn habits and we create boundaries that push us towards a better version of ourselves. And as close as we become to our true selves, we start to get rid of those things that don't align with our overall health. Hey ladies, welcome back. I hope everyone is doing well and you've had an opportunity to listen to the last podcast, which was on self-compassion. We talked about it some in the group and as promised, I did post some supplementary material for you guys to take a look at so that you can further your study and then you could also start practicing some compassion towards yourself. So I hope that you've done that. I would love to hear more about it. I see a lot of you commented in the Faith, faith Fitness, and Self-Discovery community group. I truly, truly appreciate that. And shortly following the podcast in the week, I asked you guys to write the words you need to hear to yourself. And unbeknownst to you, this was a segue into us demonstrating self-compassion and kindness towards ourselves. Because one of the things that I talked about last week is how we approach life from this external, internal type view that we focus so much on trying to relate to others that we neglect getting to know ourselves. And it is truly a paradigm shift that has to happen because if we spend more work, more time doing the internal work and allowing God to take up residence in our lives, relating to others becomes so much simpler. And so write the words you need to hear A lot of you commented. I'm just going to share a few because it's something about sharing your words and maybe you guys hearing them back that raised the vibration a little bit when I listened to the podcast back on last week. And so I like the flow of that. And I like the flow of you hearing what it is that you said and also what other ladies have said that are also on this journey with us. So the words you need to hear, you got this. God is in control. It will be okay. Keep doing life and not let life do me. It's already all right. Oh, I love that one. 
Keep trusting and believing. Trust the process. God has never failed you and won't start now. He will grant the desires of your heart. Okay. Keep reaching for the stars because I am one. I know that's right. God will provide. He's got my back and will never put more on me than I can bear. Amen. God is in control. He will never leave me. He is always right on time. I love these guys. Thank you so much for your comments. And that helps segue into what I wanted to discuss today. I told you that we were going to be dealing with the fruit of the spirit. Last week, we talked about compassion. This week, we're going to talk about faithfulness. Uh, And in reading the comments, even the words that you guys said back to yourselves, a lot of your reminders are rooted in God. A lot of your reminders are rooted in your faith. A lot of your reminders are rooted in your experience of how you've seen God show up in your life. And what's most interesting to me is that when you need that encouragement, not that superficial encouragement uh, that we talk about, those external factors that motivate us to do things that change us temporarily but don't transform us, uh, some of those things that motivate us and, and to drive and drive us to do things just for um, the result of others noticing that we've done something, but not really that paradigm shift, not really that true transformation, not having a conviction that leads to a revelation that equates to a lifestyle change. And so with faithfulness, though, this is really um, grounded in our relationship with God. And through our relationship, we gain experience with not just hearing that God is faithful, but if you live for any amount of time on this earth, you'll begin to know that God is faithful. And for some reason, we don't always know this in the present. It's when in hindsight, in retrospect, when we when we look at our lives, that we realize God has been keeping us all the time. That God has been faithful to us, even when we weren't faithful to God. Even in seasons of our lives where we disconnected, seasons of our lives where we grew curious, seasons of our lives where we totally did uh, 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 about face and went in a direction different than what we've learned, uh, different than what we know and different than what we say we believe. But no matter what brings us back to Christ, whether it's us completely falling on our face our embarrassment, our shame, our frustration, uh, just our intolerance of ourselves, not having another option, or just a conviction that we have just casually one day that changes how we look at life and how we do things forever. Whatever it is, we come back to God and we realize that God has been faithful and we learn to trust God uh, little by little or in a major way um, with the things of our lives. And we can only do that by hearing God's word. And we can only do that by allowing God to take up residence in our lives. And allowing God to take up residence first means that we're acknowledging God for his faithfulness. That we're acknowledging that God is faithful to us. That we're acknowledging that we are made in the image of Christ. And Because God is faithful, then that same faithfulness that God extends to us as his children is the faithfulness that we have within. And so my question to you today is, how faithful are you to yourself?
But see, we can all agree that God has been faithful to us. We can all think of occasions where uh, God's word has not returned to us void personally because we know we've all been in situations where it was only God's grace and mercy um, that saved us, that redeemed us, that kept us. And so because of that, we know uh, that God is faithful to us even when we aren't faithful to God. So we can take this same paradigm as it pertains to our health, as it pertains to our mindsets, as it pertains to our consciousness, as it pertains to us on our spiritual journey. And we can really look at how faithful we've been to ourselves in cultivating each area of our lives, right? Uh, Because when we think about how we have betrayed our bodies over the amount of time that we've done this, um, how we have continued a lifestyle that is contrary to the desires of our heart and yet and still we are in a space where our body is faithful uh you know god is faithful to wake us up each morning our body is faithful to carry us um no matter how many signs it has given us that it needs attention it remains faithful and it remains faithful for a long time and so i sat with that revelation that god is faithful um, that we're made in the image of Christ. And so faith also lives within us. Um, and if our temple is our earthly vehicle, our temple is so faithful. It is so faithful. It considers us even when we aren't considering ourselves. Our blood is regulated. Toxins are leaving from our body. Uh, everything, organisms, our blood, everything is flowing in the way that it should flow to keep you operating at your highest capacity, regardless of what you're putting in there, regardless of how much you neglect it, no matter how many negative thoughts that you have, the stress that you allow uh, to live within you because you keep going to the same job, you keep remaining in the same relationship. Uh, You keep going about these same habits and practices and then feeling guilt about it and remaining in that cycle. Your body feels all of that and your body deals with all of that, but your body is faithful to you. Your mind continues to show up each day uh, with new mercies. Although you've been traumatized, although there are things that have happened to you that you wish they didn't, although your mind has now been exposed to truths about life, about people that you wish that you had that you could live without knowing your mind is still faithful to overcome if you just feed it the right things if you just feed it God's word if you just feed it those things that encourage you if you just feed it those things that inspire you you can overcome any mental adversity our body is so faithful our emotions are so faithful we can lose people close and near and dear to us. And God can give us peace that surpasses all understanding. We can have the most tumultuous relationship and break up and domestic violence and all of these tragedies and and traumas that women go through. And yet God can bring us to a place of healing our own body, our own faithfulness to ourselves, to the core of who we are, because we're made in Christ's image and Christ is faithful. If we tap into the faithfulness, we can receive the reward and the benefit that God has in store for us. But a lot of us spend so much time learning how to practically be faithful. We spend so much time getting caught up on what faithfulness is, 
what loyalty is in terms of our worldly definitions and so little time evaluating what the faithfulness that lives within us. Where is your faithfulness? Where is your level of faithfulness to yourself? How is it that you can commit to a marriage? You can commit to a job. You can commit to things that are hard, that are difficult, that don't always make you feel good, that you don't always feel like doing every single day. But you do them and you do them for years. And you do them with a smile when you really want to frown. And you do them when you really want to put yourself first, but others have needs. You do it. But when it comes to us getting an alignment so that we can become the best version of ourselves, we can't be faithful. We can't commit. We can't commit to the journey. We can't commit to drinking water. We can't commit to simple, simple, basic practices that help us to become more faithful towards ourselves one decision at a time. This is something that is so difficult for us to do. It's a concept that's so challenging for us to grasp. And it's something that if we don't work on becoming more disciplined in this area, if we don't work on becoming more faithful to ourselves, then we're going to attract unfaithfulness into our lives. Uh, We're going to remain in unfaithful places and unfruitful places. And most certainly, if we don't start to being, be faithful and committed to ourselves and trustworthy to our own selves, next year you'll be in the same position, except you won't be listening to a podcast. You'll be buying a waist trainer or you'll be getting a pill or you'll be captivated by some infomercial that's promising you the result that you want right now, but you're not faithful enough to take the journey with yourself to receive it. And so my hope for you is that you really assess how faithful am I to me and how do I compare my faithfulness to myself, to how I am in relationship to others? Why do I value being so faithful in these other external relationships, but my failure to be faithful to myself, my failure to create a version of me that I can trust, create a version of me that I can depend on is so difficult. It seems so minute. But my promise to you is that if you do that internal work, if you create a life that you can be proud of, if you create a self that you can trust, because here's what it really boils down to. You don't trust yourself. You don't want to start the journey. You don't want to commit to the journey. You can't commit to the journey because you don't trust yourself. Because you haven't been faithful and not just with the weight loss journey because you're you. And so you know that this is something that bleeds over into other areas of your life because see, that's how the fruit of the spirit works, right? Because when we learn it and we start walking in it and we start practicing it, this is how God starts taking up more and more and more residence in our lives. And we understand that this whole principle, this whole fruit of the spirit of faithfulness is so big. The spectrum is so, so, so wide and so extensive that we only start coming into the revelation of what we gain from becoming skilled in this area once we do it. Right. And so, like I told you, I started in other areas of my spiritual journey and that began to roll over into uh, faith that began to roll over into my fitness. Uh, And now for me, it's beginning to roll over into this whole idea of modesty and what it was 
defined to mean to me by others and what it truly means in the spirit. And so each step that I take in allowing God to take up residence in my life, remaining true to God's word and truly believing that this is my temple and inside God resides here. And if God resides here, we're made in the image of Christ, then we have all of the attributes of the father. The only thing you are missing The only thing that's keeping you, not only from being the size you want to be, okay, that's so minute, guys, but the thing that's keeping you from having the life that you want to have, and this is a part of it, is that you have spent so much time building your fleshly muscles or allowing your, submitting to your fleshly muscles. You know, God says he gave us courage. You know, God didn't give us confusion. God didn't give us quit. God didn't give us those things. Those are all worldly things. But if you get in your word and you start getting more comfortable and becoming aware of the things that God gives us, and you start looking at life just as the world in spirit, flesh, uh, flesh in spirit, you start separating everything into those categories. It'll give you true insight in terms of what decisions you need to be making to remain in alignment with strengthening your spirit, right? Uh, God didn't give us the spirit of, of fear. That's something that the that's a worldly thing, right? Uh, and though that sounds real cute, I know that fear is a real emotion. While fear is a real emotion, God didn't give it to us. God gave us power. God gave us a sound mind. And these are the things that we build upon. And so today, faithfulness. Last week, we built on compassion. These building blocks are not just the building blocks that are going to help you uh, to live a healthier life in terms of your fitness. These building blocks are going to transform your life. If you remember in previous podcasts where I talked about how it's apparent, how it was apparent that something was different about Jesus, right? And something was different about Jesus because all of the attributes of the father was on display for everybody to see, right? And Jesus had these skills so perfected and so down pat that he was able to have influence in places that other Christian leaders weren't able to have uh, weren't able to have the same level of success. He was able to find his footing and get power in places that have been dead places. He was able to transform minds. He was able to overcome adversity. He was even able to overcome death. And so I want you guys to truly grasp the severity of basking in, learning, saturating yourself in, covering yourself up in God's word like a blanket, right? Because the first times that you read this, it's not going to be enough. The The couple of times that you hear the pastor preach on this one or two times in your lifestyle, it's not going to be enough. This podcast is not going to be enough. Now, some of these things, they're going to start making you feel warm. Some of these things are start, are going to start awakening your consciousness, going to start awakening your spirit because their truth and they're going to feel they're going to feel right and it should feel like my, your soul wants rest it wants to gravitate to this principle but as soon as you turn this podcast off the world is going to be waiting for you anxiety is going to be waiting for you fear is going to be waiting for you that mirror no matter how inspired you feel right now to be faithful to yourself and to have compassion for yourself and to make uh, small changes and to celebrate small victories and all of that good stuff that we say no matter 
how amped up you feel about that right now. You will look in that mirror and you will see the work that you still have to do. But the work that you have to do is not on your shell. It's on your soul, right? And so this starts with the world. This doesn't start with the refrigerator. I mean, with the word. This doesn't start with the refrigerator. This doesn't start with the gym. This doesn't start with uh, getting an idea of what you want your body to look like. I want you to get an idea of what you want your soul to look like, right? Because as you start working on your soul, as you become, uh, as you as you grow in a true relationship with Christ, it will start to exude. And because you are in relationship with Christ, because you are uh, becoming more aware of Christ's word, allowing it to take residence in your in your heart and in your life, you start to make changes. And those internal changes are thought processes changing, the way you feel about things changing. Because when you don't hone these skills, when you when you don't tap into the fruits, you miss out. It's the fruit. It's the seed that God has already planted in you and you never allow it to germinate because you don't know what's there. You don't know to cultivate it. You don't know to foster it. You don't know. You don't know what it tastes like when you walk in faithfulness. And let me tell you something. It's a beautiful feeling. And guys, I'm probably just one or two steps in. Who knows? Because the spiritual realm is so big. And God is so wonderful and has so many promises and so many things in store for us that I can't even tell you all it encompasses. But here's what I do want you to believe. And I do want you to trust. I want you to trust that this physical transformation that you've seen, this glow that you guys keep DMing me about, this change in continence that you notice, this can't be faked. I've tried. (laughs) And I wasn't getting those DMs and I wasn't getting those encouraging words and I wasn't having strangers saying that there's something different. So when I start hearing those types of comments, I smile because like I taught you, as you grow in Christ, it becomes more apparent to others. We're not selling our faith, guys. We're not trying to convince convince people that God is the way God is the way. And so allow God being the way to be God, allowing God to guide you to what it is that you desire, what your true desire is. Your true desire is to live in the way that God created you to live before you started subscribing more to the world and getting further away from what God's intentions are for you. Now, you're going to have to do the work to peel back the layers, to get to that place of faithfulness, to even figure out where did you abandon yourself? And this is deep work, guys. This isn't listen to this podcast this week and next week. Oh, I have the answer. No, I truly want you to sit with that question and marinate on that. Where did you abandon yourself? When did you first decide that you can't trust yourself? You know, was it was it when you couldn't trust yourself to do assignments in school that you you know you knew you had that test the next day, but you you didn't study for it? And therefore, you can you can trust yourself to show up for yourself. You know, was it the time that you didn't speak up when someone was hurting you or when something didn't feel right? And because of that, you stay stuck in that place where you couldn't show up for yourself. Wherever it is that you left yourself because you couldn't show up for yourself, go find her. Like, you truly have to find her. And you have to be faithful to her. You have to be faithful to not just going back to find her. Because some of us have gone back and we peaked there. But we're like, oh, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave that there because this is way too much work for me to do to find me. But you got to connect 
your present self with the self that you abandoned. You cannot outlive that. You cannot outgrow that. You cannot outchurch that. You can't do any of that because this is you and, and all of it makes up who you are. So you have to find out where is it that you abandoned yourself? Where is it that you were unfaithful to you? Because you got to forgive yourself for being unfaithful to you. And then once you forgive yourself, um, because, you know, like we like to say, the best the best way to show you're sorry is through action. <laughs> once you forgive yourself, okay, cute. Now you got to show up. Now that you've come back and you've gotten me, now don't come back and get me and take me through the same bull crap. Because that's what we do to ourselves, right? We go pick ourselves up every Monday or we go get ourselves every new year or whatever. And we pick ourselves up and we let ourselves back down. And that just perpetuates it. That we can't be faithful. We're unloyal. We're adulterers to ourselves. And so I hope that on some level, something that you heard resonates and this message begins to make sense, ladies. And I want you to be more faithful to yourself. I want you to be more committed. I talked to an old friend of mine who does image consulting and she reached out to me and she said, hey, things are really going well with faith, fitness and self-discovery. What's your goal for that? And I said, I never thought about a goal. It's not something that I considered uh, marketing. It's not something that I consider, you know, taking to the next level uh, or anything like that. My ultimate goal is that people grow closer to Christ. And I heard her silence because how can you connect wanting women to, you know, become the best versions of themselves physically with, you know, getting connected to Christ? Because that's what it is. I can't sell you fitness. I'm not a fitness expert. I'm not a coach. I don't have a meal plan for you. I don't, I, I don't have those things. But I can offer you a relationship with Christ. And I can promise you that through this relationship and through these steps of doing this groundwork, through you becoming more familiar with God's word, uh, believing it and allowing it to take residence and take up space in your life, that the things that you're desiring will change because your mindsets will change like it has to. And, um, you know, the reason I say it doesn't start in your refrigerator is because putting vegetables in your refrigerator is not going to change your mindset. Your mindset has to change. It's a total heart posture. It's, it's, it's a process. And so that's why it's important to me that you know who Christ is and you continue to build on your relationship. You know what the fruits of the spirit, spirit is so that you don't continue to miss out on the promises. It's like, girl, you're missing out. Like, girl, you are missing out. And so my hope is that you guys really, really, really uh, can do this work. I'll be play, placing some information in the group this week that, you know, will just be supplemental material for us to work towards becoming more faithful to ourselves. Um, this message came to me, you know, just real and plain as day. Because at Faith, Fitness and Self-Discovery, we truly believe that it is an inside-out journey. And if it is an inside-out journey, everything starts with us. It starts with us. It does not start with how the world treats us. It starts with us. Love thy neighbor as we love ourselves. And as we take this journey of discovering more about who God is and how God loves us, how God sees us, and we know that we're Christ-like, we start walking in that. We start walking in our promises. This is our birthright, guys. <laughs> like, like the fruits of the Spirit, this is our birthright. Our Father planted these seeds within us. And now we're aware that we have these seeds. But don't let it go to waste. It's kind of like an, an inheritance. You know, a lot of us are, 
are working hard and we're we're grinding and we're doing all of these things and we're sacrificing for our children um, so that we're able to leave a legacy, so that we're able to leave just a little bit of something that weren't, wasn't left to us, right? And isn't it a shame that we do all of this, that we give our lives to making sure that our children are okay? We give our lives planting seeds, whether it just be wisdom, our guidance, our direction, whether we're just training them, or if we have the financial IQ that we're doing things that'll set our family up for generations to come. One of the things my husband and I talk about all the time is what a shame it will be for us to do all of this work in our very children because of their mindsets, because of their attitudes. And trust me, we, we do have children that we're looking at right now like, oh my God, they about to fumble in the inheritance. Or we can't even release to them what we have been planning for them. We can't release to them the seed. We can't let them know the seed is there because they're, they're not going to they're not gonna do anything with it. And it's going to hurt us to know that this seed is there, that we've been, we planted this for you so that you can benefit from it at such a time as this. And you won't even nurture it. Mm-mm-mm. So the takeaway, guys, is that we know the seed of faithfulness is there. And that if we are aware of that, we nurture that and we and we continue to cultivate that, that there are so many blessings that are attached to it. And I hope that you genuinely receive that. If you aren't following the group, because there will be supplemental information there. And as I said on the last podcast coming up in the month of September, I'm going to be doing Dear Body. And this will be a group call um, that is a group session. As you guys know by trade, I am a counselor. So I do have experience with facilitating groups. And so in a group session, a group setting uh, through Zoom virtually, we will discuss uh, our bodies and we will approach it from... The, the mindset and the frame of dear body so that we can come into the awareness of um, where we are truly with how we relate to ourselves and where it is that we need to go. And I think that we will learn so much through hearing other women's experiences because a lot of us think that we're alone on this journey. We're doing the groundwork. Everybody's starting at the basics. Some of us are a little bit further in some areas, but we don't have it all together even if we look like we do. So girl, jump on. Just jump on. If you're not following Faith Fitness and Self-Discovery on Facebook, I strongly encourage you to follow that group. Uh, on Faith Fit Self on Instagram, I also do from my heart post every day where I share reflections on what inspires me from different posts. Um, it's really been helping people and transforming lives. So if you feel like you want to follow that page, I would love to have you and to learn more about who you are. And last but not least, if you feel compelled to share this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. Rate the podcast if you choose to and leave me a comment. I love reading them. Until next time, you guys be blessed and remain faithful. Love you.